What's up, pals? Welcome to Super Nerd Pals 156. And if you're wondering who this voice is, this is when your co-host today, Chris Sampson. It's been a very long time. It hasn't been since the deathbed episode, so... Um, I got a regular job where it doesn't have cruddy hours, so I can do S&P more. Woo! So, hi guys. Um, it's great to be back, and uh, in the studio, we got your, uh, we got Ryan, we got Andy, and um, we're here today to record a special episode. Um, it's a, it's gonna be a solemn and sober and emotional one, because, uh, uh, two days ago, uh, the legendary Stan Lee uh, passed away, and we wanted to get together and record an episode in memoriam and to pour on out to our homie, to the grandmaster of comics, and um, share our stories and memories and 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 why Stanley's so important to us and to you know the world. Yeah, I mean, I think you basically hit every nail on the head. Um, mm. Stanley was 95 years old, and in my mind, I was embedded that, like, he was going to outlive me. Mm. So, I mean, he he just had, like, this boundless uh, wealth of youth and, like, just energy and, like, you, you, I mean... I, I I was surprised. I, I I thought, yeah, I thought he would, he would just live forever, and he was always he was constantly doing cameos. I know, um, I think I think in the last po- last couple of months, um, he officially decided to just stop doing comic book conventions because of uh, his health. But years upon years before that, you always heard, oh yeah, this will be Stan's last convention, and then like five conventions later it's like oh this is like he's still doing it he's still uh giving back to the fandom to the community and that's it's just really wonderful of him but even but i feel like even after they announced it was his last one i feel like there was this air of oh he'll show up but we won't know he's here he'll he'll do what some of these other celebrities do and he'll like wear a funky mask and he'll be walking around but we won't know it's him i mean that never happened but mm-hmm. i feel like there was and also we- that assumption for a while yeah anyway he was still hustling like i know he was still going to I was premieres and article. stuff after that he's going to premieres still filming cameos um i know he, he filmed the cameo for avengers 4 and then um i he worked on a a new superhero comic with his daughter or granddaughter oh so yeah, so that's like you know he's still still at it, still taking us to shop or to school and stuff. So I think um, I think what I heard was he recorded his cameos in Avengers Part Two, Infinity War Part Two, the sequel to Spider Man and Captain Marvel. And, the, mm, and I'm okay. pretty sure there's also still a cameo from him in the Spider Verse movie. Oh yeah, the, oh, into the spot yeah. that that comes out really soon, so, like this month. Uh, right? like, it comes out in December. Oh yes. okay. What am, I, what am I thinking? Stay of? tuned for that episode. Yes. Oh my yeah, god. So, that movie, I really can't wait to go see that. Oh, that movie is gonna be mm. amazing, and it's yeah. I mean, it's like probably gonna be um, between that and Spider-Man: Homecoming, it's probably gonna be like the heaviest Stanley cameo scenes because like Spider-Man was his baby. Yeah, it's like, it's it's Marvel's most popular character to 
date, I think, right? Um, I mean, in terms of sales, I I could be wrong, but like you know, uh, um, I mean, I, I think it's one of the huge. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I guess it's, I guess it, when I think about it, it's really hard to say because like Stanley was so integral with creating like everything we know about the Avengers and the Marvel, like not not just Spider Man, like Doctor Strange and Hulk and Thor, and just the list goes on. Fantastic Four, and the list goes on and on. Um, but, so when uh, I was growing up, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on like much earlier episodes of SMP, like the baby years of SMP. Um, my parents weren't heavily into comics or comic book movies or anything like that. And as a result, I really wasn't either. I didn't really find them until middle school and high school when I found manga and then I went to a comic book store for the first time and I went to Forbidden Planet and I started shopping around and reading all this stuff. But my father has and still has and he wears it I think it's every Father's Day or on his birthday he wears this shirt. It is a silk shirt that has all of Stanley or a vast majority of Stanley's characters on it. And it's probably the coolest fucking shirt he owns. It is the coolest fucking shirt he owns. And it has Fantastic Four on it. It's got the Silver Surfer on it. I swear I think Spider-Man's on there somewhere. But it has all these different things on it. And it was... Honestly, it's just the coolest fucking thing. And without Stanley and out, without his mind, nobody would have thought to have made that shirt. Yeah. And not just those the, those characters on those shirt. Like, he, he revolutionized so much of... Like the comics industry, uh, as a as as an institution, not just like the characters, but like he pioneered like the the Marma methods, like this entire uh, way of writing, uh, where it's like it's very loose and fast. It's like it's basically just providing the artist a, a loose storyboard outline, and the the uh, the artist um, give, provides those pages, and then. Um, the writers and Stanley and whoever else on editorial just fills in with the dialogue, and that was the Marvel method that was popularized uh, for years to come. And so there's that, and then the fact that um, Stanley was really critical in changing or subverting the tropes of superheroes for a long time. They were written as super like like the most perfect of. Uh, Characters like they didn't have any character flaws, and um, Stanley was very integral in humanizing them and making them have problems and everyday concerns. And like Spider-Man, for example, he's a teenager who has to worry about uh, saving saving New York City, but also how to figure out how to pay the rent or how to pay bills on time, and um, that it just extended to this. It just gave care. It gave his characters like complex three D nature, lots of death, make him natural, make him more relatable, and just it's it's incredible. I mean, that's just two examples. Yeah, I mean, he's also the co-founder of Marvel. Um, mm. So I mean, that that in itself. I'll say that's is a like, pretty big fucking deal. <laughs> that was like the hugest stepping stone I think anyone could ever have, and mm. um, not only that, like. He's created so many, like, so many characters that are, like, iconic today. Um, 
like Daredevil, for instance. Daredevil is one of the most popular Netflix shows or series for superheroes. Or um, Fantastic Four. I mean, unfortunately, we never got a good rendition of the, a Fantastic Four movie. Well, I mean, it's, go- it's going back to Marvel proper, so... I mean, maybe Phase 5 will actually see it su- succeed on the big screen, so... I think they should just stop trying, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> oh, Disney spent so much money on that on that, on that that deal with Fox, and they, they gotta make Disney it back. Disney deserves a good old-fashioned try. <laughs> Does it? Mm, I think it's gonna be better I than mean... Fan4Tastic. Yeah, <laughs> may, uh, I maybe they'll have an actual. I mean, like, well, I mean, Fantastic Four. Without the Fantastic Four under Stan Lee, we wouldn't have the rest of the Avengers and Marvel Universe. I mean, that's that's the truth. Like, Fantastic Four like was the one that kickstarted it all. Then it then uh, dovetailed in all the into all the other iconic heroes and stuff. But Fantastic Four was the uh, the OG Marvel thing and it, it, i i liken it a lot to um how squaresoft or square enix now like made their final gamble with the first final fantasy because um um back in the 50s um lee was writing um a lot of genre stories uh, including romance westerns and uh, sci- sci-fi stories, horror stories, and this is where our time where superhero comics weren't as popular and weren't in vogue at the time. And he he was about to quit, and then his wife um, dis- uh, decided to or to convince him, like, well, if you're gonna quit anyway, uh, do the story that you really really want to do, and um, you have nothing to lose. And if it doesn't work out, then you could quit and. Uh, because of that, he came out with um, with him with him and Jack Kirby. They teamed up and they did Fantastic Four, and uh, that's history. Uh, remember, fast forward today, where um, it's all going to be under one umbrella. We're probably going to see a, a pr- probably a really good Phase Five Fantastic Four movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. I think it's gonna be really good. I don't know. I agree. I will say, I will say that. I think it was my first year at Comic-Con. Stanley was there. And I hadn't, like, bought anything to go to this. It was just, like, right in the dead center of everything that was happening. And I remember I wanted to hang out around, like, the out, like the outskirting booths so I could listen to him talk. And he sounded still after 90 plus years on this earth he sounded so humble that all Mm. these people were sitting there and just so baffled by it and i'm sitting there thinking to myself of course these people would fucking show up for you do you even know who you are like do you know what you've done and i feel like now that he's gone you see even more people having that same reaction so many people i've noticed are posting photos of themselves with Stan Lee at autographs and, and signings and stuff like that. Because those are their those are their best memories. And while I've never met I never met Stan Lee, that was as close as I got. That was by far one of the coolest fucking experiences of my of my life. Just like being completely outside of that, literally watching all of this go down and watching this man who 
has done so much for us fucking nerds on this earth and just being so completely just looking so small not knowing how much of a fucking giant he was and i think that that was just so awesome to look at a true hero yeah. a true believer he he was a like ryan said he was a very humble man um i know i saw like an interview with him about like his take on watching marvel movies and he said that he's like not going into a movie and thinking the entire time oh these are characters i created he's thinking that the these are characters that like i helped make a stepping stone to and like these um these like directors and actors create who this character is and i think that's really fucking cool like a lot of people would be not so humble about that and mm. i think it's just like really awesome yeah 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 i think one of my favorite um photos that are running around the internet right now it is a black casket and it's everybody he created just standing around oh uh i've seen several versions yeah. i think one one was was paint i don't think it was alex ross but it, it was painted that similar type of like hyper realistic watercolor painted style and like cap america put a shield on top and i see uh, there's I've like other mementos too. yeah yeah i there's... just think that that says a lot about how everyone is affected by this I mean, it's three days later, uh, two days later, and I still cannot go on Facebook without at least seeing one to, like, five posts. So, I mean... I mean, Stan was 95. He, he inspired, like, countless generations, and, you know, like, and comics are just going to keep going and going, and um, I... He's, he's going to be immortalized. I mean, he is mortal, immortalized. Everyone, he's and everyone will know his name, and especially now with all, all the interviews and podcasts and the movies he's been like, he, he's still going to be with us in yeah. a way. Yeah, I, I think, I think the fact that we still have cameos to look forward to help in a way, but. It's almost sort of like watching a Star Wars movie after Carrie Fisher died. When that mm-hmm. last one comes up and you know it's the last one and you know it's the last one he was in. Like, I know I'm going to cry. I know I'm going to be a fucking mess because that's the last one. Now, I know with technology they could futz with it and they could make it so he's in literally every movie. But you'll, I feel like you'll know. And... Mm-hmm. Even though that technology is really fucking good, because that at the end of that Star Wars movie really did look like a young Carrie Fisher, but it's just it's I, I it's just one of those things. Like I know, and I know I'm echoing something that was already said. Even though he was 95, it was just sort of like he just kept going, and he had honestly been the subject of so many death hoaxes. I was like, I don't know. Are we sure? See, what threw me off about that, I don't know about you guys, but like literally how I saw that was I saw the Detective Pikachu trailer and then I saw that. And I was like, all right, I feel like this is a hoax because 
like Ryan Reynolds just dropped the de the Detective Pikachu trailer, so like someone wanted to like catch the hype train or whatever, and uh, mm -hmm. and then I looked into it and I saw like TMZ reported on it. And I was like, oh shit. Well, when TMZ, so TMZ was the first source that I had heard, and I was like, I don't trust TMZ. Like, as far as I could spit, I don't trust TMZ. And especially because for the longest time, they were the only people that had reported it. And then all of a sudden, people on Twitter were catching on. And then it was comicbook.com. And then it was bloody disgusting. And then it was all of these other networks that were starting to pop it out and I was like oh fuck this one's real yeah once I saw comicbook.com I was like, like uh, that's that's, I, that's how I knew it was the real deal yeah I yeah, yeah. I was like shit yeah kind of like yeah, yeah it, we yeah. lost one of the greats yeah, we really, no we really fucking did 2018 sucks took a lot of great people this year yeah uh, on the same day um, uh, that Stan passed away, um, oh gosh, um, let me look up for a second. It, it was it was the voice of HAL three thousand, um, or from yeah. Space. Uh, uh, oh too. god, what? yeah, fact checking or HAL nine thousand. Wow, I'm sorry. I'm. What is that address? Oh well. Oh, there we go. My my internet's being weird. Sorry. Oh yes. Uh, it was um, Douglas Rain, uh, the Canadian actor best known for voicing the HAL Nine Thousand computer in Two Thousand One: Space Odyssey. Uh, he died on Sunday, same day as Stan, and he was also 90, so he lived uh, a, a long, long life as well, um, and he died of natural causes, so at least he went out peacefully, um, so pouring out to Douglas Rain as well, um, two great, talented men. Literally already poured my wine before we started this episode, <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess um, I just do a little bit of a roundtable. Um, what is your favorite Stanley thing? It could be a comic, it could be a cameo, it could be something he helped write or produce or, oh. you know, showcase. Uh, I got two already. Okay, so, do you want to start? So one is just Spider-Man in general. Anyone who knows me mm -hmm, knows mm -hmm. that I'm a huge Spider-Man fan as well as a huge Nightwing fan. Um, For sure. And the fact that, like, that was... That's... that's I mean, that's like Stan Lee's thing, Spider-Man. Um, mm -hmm. And one of my favorite cameos was from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, no, it was Amazing Spider-Man 1. Where, um... The library? Yeah, where Spider-Man's fighting the lizard in the library. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I think that is one of the most awesome, like, cameos ever. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Very I, nice. That's definitely my top favorite cameo. Mm -hmm. If I had to pick a second, because I, 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 I do and I will, is uh, <laughs> at the end... <laughs> 
of I think it's Civil War. It has to be Civil War. Uh, when Tony is helping fuck, I forgot his name, with physical therapy. Oh, uh, Rody. Rody. And he comes up and he More says, are you Tony Stank? And he's like, yes, yes, I is. Thank you for that. <laughs> yes. So good. And then, of course, like, my... I was watching a video of, like, all of his cameos, and I think the one that, purely in retrospect, because he's no longer with us, the one that made me cry was from one of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies where he sees that Spider-Man's going to get a key to the city and he stops and he looks and Stanley gives him a speech like um what does he say? He says it only takes oh oh I'm going to fuck it up if I don't if I don't say it right hold on somebody else go while I find this please uh okay I can go um so I think one of the more important cameos um that i don't think that i don't at least i i haven't seen it as much on um the these cut together edited cameo supercuts you see is um kevin smith's mall rats um because this this came out in like 98 99 and during that time kevin smith had a i mean he's He's very unabashedly public about his uh, comic book fandom, and I think at the time he also wrote. No, no, actually, I think it was a little bit later. He wrote a bunch of stuff uh, with Marvel, like Daredevil, uh, during the Marvel Knights line. But um, he, I think I'm, I, I feel like in like the the modern suite of movies, like Stanley's cameo in Mallrats um, was one of them. I guess one of the first cameras ever and it was like a really funny scene and um i remember watching um that all the time when it was on reruns for like comedy central and Mallrats was just really significant in that it provide a microscope into a kind of life where people didn't really talk about uh their comic book fandoms. It was still very niche. This is way before the internet. This is way before, like the the second comic book movie renaissance, starting with Blade. And I thought it was just really significant. And um, and Kevin Smith all of his life, you know, he would he was very active with um, Stanley through cameos and movies and podcasts. And he interviewed him on a documentary. And I know like there was once there was like certain complications. Um, Stan had uh, in his home life, and then Kev Smith straight up said, "Hey, Stan Lee, you can stay for my place. You know, we'll, we'll treat you like family." It's like, "Oh, that's that's awesome. Good on you, Kev." Uh, well, Kevin, Smith, um, Kevin Smith is such a nice dude. Like I've met him on several yeah. occasions, and um, yeah, one of them was actually where they were filming Cop Out. They were filming it like a block mm-hmm. away from my house. Oh, and no way. I walked by, I was walking towards my friend's house. I know this is a little off topic, but I was like walking towards my friend's house, and uh, Kevin Smith walked out of, like, he had just parked his car across the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was walking with my friend, and I was like, holy shit, it's Kevin Smith. 
And Kevin Smith heard me and, like, looked at me and walked over towards me and, like, introduced himself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, you you do not need to introduce yourself to me. (laughs) 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 Well, that's what he does. He's just, like, super friendly and just he's, like, a man of the people and, like, he loves his fans and, you know, it's... And he loves his he loves his heroes yeah. too, um, which is which is why I really really want to give a shout out to Mallrats. Um, uh, I'm really uh, I'm a big fan of Stanley's later work where he got like super experimental. So like I'm the resident weeb on the show, <laughs> so uh, he he dabbled in creating a, a couple of manga and anime. Um, so like. Karakuri, Dujimoto, and Hero Man, and there's one anime that you can watch in Crunchyroll. I think you can also watch Hero Man on Crunchyroll as well. Um, but the one I, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I talked about it, about this on here before. It's called The Reflection, um, where like there's this freak event um, that happens uh, that gives uh, a bunch of people across the planet uh, uh, powers, and then um, Stanley. Stanley cameos as a villain um, on the reflection, and he's done. He's doing like the iconic, like evil, like pensive Gendo Ikari pose. It's like, oh my god, this is so good. Um, so, but uh, Mallrats, I think, is the most important for for me. But like my favorite all time cameo is um, when uh, Stan Lee shows up at, at in the end of Big Hero Six. And he reveals himself as a hero, and it's like, and it's like, and he has this really great bonding moment with his son, and it's like, I, I just love Big Hero, Big Hero Six and the fact that Stan Lee shows up in like the CGI world and cameos as well. It's like this is so good, I love it. Okay, I found the quote. Unfortunately, it's from the worst of the Tobey Maguire Spider Spider Man movies, but that's okay. Um, I just. Listening, listening to what he said now that he's gone, it just, like, it really got to me. So, for context again, Tobey Maguire is walking down, uh, down the street and he sees that Spider-Man is getting a key to the city and he stops and he's just, like, staring at it and admiring it and Stan Lee comes up and stops next to him and says, I guess one man can make a difference. Enough said. Mm-hmm. And it just feels, like, so true now like i know excelsior was his thing but i feel like if anything is going to be said now i feel like that's that's him in a nutshell that's in a yeah. line that's, that's on him. his head that's on his gravestone i, well, I, I like <laughs> love to think that it would be but yeah like that's him mm. yeah because he made the biggest difference mm. absolutely and he was he, he was humble and modest about it and you know and he he just did it because he he loved he loved the art and the medium and that's he just loved what he did, um, and yeah. Ugh. I know. I, mean, I feel like we can go on and on about. I I think I think with Ryan's thing, I think that's I, I think that's a perfect way to to top it off. I mean, it just said it just it says it all. Encapsulates everything. It says it all. Um. Well. Well, I, well I, that's it for this episode, I think. This is our uh, in-memoriam episode of Stan Lee. Pour on out. Um, he will be missed. 
he was the great he was one of the greats he'll always be the greats um and uh we'll we'll just miss him but we we have a lifetime of legacy to look forward to we got more movies coming out we got more comics we got um you know just got he just he just he, just, he created like with literal universes for us to enjoy and play and you know be part of so. i mean without him marvel that would we're... be completely different from what it is now if it would have yeah. even been called marvel yeah i mean yeah it could have been completely different because it used to be like timely comics it could have been i don't know maybe i mean it's hard it's weird to think about maybe superheroes wouldn't have been big at all because at the time before stan tried his hand with jack kirby on fantastic four superheroes were in decline so. yeah it was just basically like captain america supporting world war Two soldiers yeah basically um but yeah this was smp smp uh 156 um you know we we all are we're feeling the serious feels right now um but i think it's really important to share and talk about this and we want you to talk about it too so um if you have any if you have any memories uh or favorites about your favorite stanley cameo your comic um just your moment um you know let us know about it um so you can tweet at us at super pals you can um uh hop onto our facebook group facebook.com slash group slash super pals post it on there uh spread the word just you know just keep spreading the love because we love stanley yeah, and this may be yeah. his send-off episode, but that doesn't mean this will be the last that we ever speak of Stanley's work. Mm-hmm. True facts. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Um, it's it's going to come out soon. And uh, before you know it, we'll be talking about uh, Infinity War Part 2. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, so you can find this podcast on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, you can also visit us um, on our website, um, supernerdpals.com. And uh, uh, you can also shoot us an email. Uh, oh, God. It's been a while. Nerdpals. Pals at, at supernerdpals.com. There hey. you go. Thanks. Thanks, Andy, for the assist. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Leave us a message. Leave us a like, comment, a like review. Um, uh, if you haven't subscribed to us yet, um, smash that button. Uh, if you have trouble with it, you can also uh, find our RSS feed and copy and paste that to your podcast player choice, and you'll never miss an episode. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and with that, um, we'll catch you next time. And uh, rest in power, Stanley. Rest in power. Rest in power.